Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this morning. Thank you that you have brought us here. Uh, for EMP, even uh, though it's so cold, and thank you for your presence that is here with us. Yeah, we want to hear your voice today. Help us to pray the things that are on your heart, and be with us, God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Today is a historic EMP, because this will be the last Thursday EMP, uh, a normal Thursday EMP in a long time. We'll have special Thursday EMPs during our fast and during Lent. But, wow, I thought this place would be packed with people given this is the last Thursday EMP. But the faithful few are here. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, so I just thought we would talk about prayer uh, since we're finishing up, um, I guess tomorrow is the, f- the end of normal EMP, but last Thursday EMP, and uh, we will not be praying through the list as we've been doing in the past. So um, I thought uh, it would be good to talk about prayer, an aspect of prayer that, um, that we see here in this scripture. So, in this <clears throat> parable, Jesus is teaching the disciples and us one very important aspect of prayer, and it's per- persevering. Persevering in prayer. Persistence. Not giving up. He says he taught this parable so that they will learn that they should always pray and not give up. And this example of this widow who keeps bothering this unjust judge. And the whole idea is that if the, this judge who is unjust, even someone like him, because of the persistence of the widow, eventually gives in and does what she asks for, how much more will God, who is a just judge, answer your prayers for justice as you go to God in prayer? I when I pray, when I pray, I enjoy the presence of God. I enjoy the presence of God that I feel 
when I come to God in prayer. I enjoy the spontaneous, personal conversation with God, right? Not praying through a list, but just coming into the presence of God and having a spontaneous, personal conversation with Him. But what I lack in prayer is this persistence. I just, I'm not very good at it. I am inspired when I hear stories of people praying and praying and praying for months and years for the same thing. But honestly, sadly, I can't think of one thing that I have prayed for for years and that I'm still praying for. There are things I've prayed for, maybe for a season, and then nothing seems to happen, and then I move on. Uh, so yeah, it's sad that like, I can't think of any one thing that I'm continuing to pray for other than the EMP list, right? Because we come and we pray for those things all the time. And so <clears throat> I just, yeah, I was meditating on it a little bit today, uh, yesterday and today as I was preparing for this. There is a chapter in Growing in Christ, Discipleship Course, Chapter 2, I believe, Assurance of Answered Prayer, uh, John sixteen twenty four. Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. And one of the discussion questions over the years has been, what is prayer? What is prayer? And whenever we talk about what prayer is, we get a bunch of different answers. Um, a lot of them talk about how prayer is this conversation with God. It's communion with God, conversation with God, which is true. They also say prayer is something that we do to change us, right? Prayer changes us on the inside. That's the power of prayer. Or prayer is this time to listen to the Lord. And all those things are true. While all those things are true, overwhelmingly the teaching on prayer in the Bible is that prayer changes circumstances. Right? Prayer is not just a conversation with God. It's not just a diary that we have with God. It is that, and it's awesome to have that, but it's more than that. Prayer is not just something that we do to calm ourselves down so that we can have a different perspective. Prayer does that, but it's not just that. In the Bible, prayer is something that we do so that God would move. Prayer is when we ask God for Him to move, and then He moves. That's the teaching on prayer in the Bible, right? Over and over again, Jesus says, hey, pray, knock, seek, uh, ask, and it will be given to you. James says, pray for the one that is sick and, and, and uh, you will be healed in uh, the Gospel of Mark. When you pray, pray and, and believe that it has already happened and then it will be done to you. There are so many verses. If we look up what prayer is, a lot of the times, the whole point is you pray and it will be answered. But because... In our circumstances, we often, well, I don't know if it's often, but we face unanswered prayers. What seems to be 
unanswered prayers. We pray, 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 nothing happens. And so I feel like we have watered down prayer a little bit. You know, we kind of, like we know prayer is supposed to change things, but we don't really have this burning faith that it will do something. And so we decide to change our definition of prayer. Oh, it's just a conversation with God. Oh, it just kind of calms us down. It changes us. It's just communion with God. Those things are all good, but we also have to pursue answered prayer. So Richard Foster, who wrote celebration, A Celebration of Disciplines, he has a chapter on prayer. And I love his quote on prayer. I'm not going to read it, but he likens prayer to something like a TV signal. I think all of us here are old enough to remember a TV with an antenna. Do you guys remember? When, you, when, when we were old, we had a TV with an antenna, and it wouldn't always get the right signal. And so what do you do? Sometimes you bang the TV. Sometimes you twist the antenna. Sometimes you check the connection with the antenna. What's going on? Why is it not working? When the TV doesn't work, we don't simply say, oh, there is no such thing as a TV signal. Or this cable is just meant to give the TV power, but it doesn't. there is no such thing as a signal that's going to bring pictures into life on, on TV. Right? We, 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 uh, we, we tweak things. We try to identify. We detect what is wrong. We problem solve so that we can fix it and then the TV would produce what it's supposed to produce. So, he says prayer is like that. He says we can know that our prayers are working when we start to see answers to our prayers. So, he's not satisfied with just this idea of prayer that we just spend time with God and commune with God. But prayer is meant to change circumstances. And so he says, maybe we're praying with the wrong motive. Maybe you have to examine. So if our prayers are not working, it's not being answered, we uh, check our motives. Am I praying with the right heart? Am I praying with the wrong motive? Maybe God is actually saying no, right? So you, you... Spend time with God. You read the word. Maybe God is saying, actually, this is not something I want to give you because it's not a good thing for you. Or, he says, maybe we just need to persevere. Maybe we just need to persevere and that's what God is trying to teach us. In Luke chapter 1, verse 13, it says, The angel said to him, to Zechariah, the high priest, he says, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. This is the story of the birth of John the Baptist. And Zechariah and Elizabeth are both old at this time. So I don't know, maybe they had given up prayer at this point. It says they're very old in Scripture. Uh, definitely beyond childbearing age, normal childbearing age. So maybe at this point, Zechariah and Elizabeth had given up. But I, it seems like they had been praying for a breakthrough in this area. And the angel comes and says, don't be afraid. Your prayers have been heard. Your prayer has been heard. Uh, we need to hear that from God. 
that our prayer has been heard. Every prayer that we prayed at early morning prayer, every prayer that we pray in our, in our prayer closet, every prayer that we pray um, in our heart, God says, your prayer has been heard. Right? I hear every prayer that you lift up before me. I was in Korea this past weekend, in SP Korea, and I talked to a sister who says she had been praying for nine years. This is her ninth year fasting with SP, and she said every year I had the same prayer request, and it was prayer for her mom's financial breakthrough. And she said, finally this year, the breakthrough has come, right? Right? Nine years, and I thought, that's impressive. Nine years, she has said, you know, we have three prayer requests, right? And said every year, it was one of the items. And even in Korea, as she's joining our SP fast, she's been praying for that. And finally, this year, the breakthrough came. Another a passage in Acts chapter 10, he, uh, chapter 10, verse 2. This is about Cornelius. Cornelius and all his family were devout, Devout and God-fearing, he gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius! Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? he asked. The angel answered, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Same thing as Zechariah. The angel appears to tell Cornelius, your prayers have been observed and heard by God. It's come up as a memorial offering to the Lord. I don't know what Cornelius was praying for, but we can maybe take an educated guess based on the answer that he receives, which is Peter coming to share about Jesus Christ, right? And him having a personal relationship with God. So maybe Cornelius knew about God and he feared God and he worshiped God, but his prayers were, God, I want to know you, you know? I want to I get close to you. I, I know so little. You know, I've heard little things here and there and I know you are real. I can see you through creation and I, and I know you are the, the, the one true God, but I feel like I know so little but I worship you anyway. Would you reveal yourself to me? And then the angel says, hey, your prayers have been heard. And look, there's a guy that's going to come to share with you more about who I am. In the Bible, we're not told why we have to persevere. You know, maybe that's why it's a little bit hard to persist and persevere because we hope that we would, it would just be answered. We, we pray, and then it'll just be answered. And that's kind of what, maybe what we expect or what we hope for. We're not told why. What is the uh, correlation? You know, what, what is, what's blocking the prayer from being answered? And what is it about persevering and persisting that releases that answer? We're not told exactly why. Uh, But we know in Romans 5, it tells us that perseverance builds character. So maybe it's something to do with building our character. And we can um, 
it doesn't say explicitly in scripture, but I think we can say that persevering in prayer probably grows our faith. Right? It grows our faith. It's a faith that has been tested. Right? It's not just a fair weather faith where everything goes well all the time and we say, oh, God is good. But this is a faith that is tested. When things are not going well, when prayers are not being answered, we still say to God, God, I still trust that you are here and you are good. You are my Father and you hear my prayer, so I'm going to continue praying. I'm going to continue plowing in prayer. And so that builds our faith. It's a tested faith. A helpful acronym for us to remember as we try to persevere in prayer is PUSH. I learned this from P. Sam a long time ago. Actually, even before I started coming to SP, my brother, you know, Matt, had been, uh, had been listening to P. Sam, had invited Pastor Sam as a guest speaker in his college ministry in Toronto, and Matt had a CD of like 10 sermons from Pastor Sam, which he passed along to me. And this was one of the sermons. Push. Pray until something happens. Apparently, Matt was so inspired. Uh, so he started praying like hardcore every day. Like an hour, two hours until something happened. And then it was too hard. He eventually wrote to P. Sam and said, P. Sam, I can't do it. I can't pray until something happens. This is taking a long time. And I'm praying like an hour, two hours fasting. And peace time said, oh, don't do that. You can't pray like that until something happens. Right? Doesn't mean you have to pray an hour, two hours, you know, like just hardcore fervently. Just, just pray. Right? Even if it's a short prayer, pray until something happens. But that's the heart of my brother who is the IP leader. It makes sense, Right? Uh, but pray until something happens. It's this idea that you don't give up. You don't stop praying until you get an answer, right? Maybe the thing that you're praying for actually doesn't happen. And then you're like, okay, maybe that wasn't God. So you move on. Or I don't know what happened, but you move on. But un- if nothing has happened, you just keep on praying. If the circumstance hasn't changed you keep on praying. You pray until something happens. And it doesn't have to be this one-hour, two-hour fasting type of prayer. It could be a two-minute, three-minute prayer, five-minute prayer before God for that one topic. But you pray until something happens. So I think that's a helpful illustri- uh, acronym, PUSH. You push in this uh, prayer assignment that God has given to you until... Something happens until you get some kind of an answer, whether it's a yes or it's a no, or God says, continue praying, you know, or maybe something happens and then uh, your prayer assignment kind of tweaks and changes a little bit, but you continue and you push, you pray until something happens. Okay, so let's go before God. I'm going to do a song and uh, just wanted to invite everybody to pray and ask God, what is, it your, what is your prayer assignment? You know, what is God giving to you as your prayer assignment? Because I don't think we can pray for all these things on the EMP list until everything gets answered or something happens. 
But there are maybe one or two things that God is putting on your heart to say, this is something I want you to push for. I want you to persevere in prayer for this thing, for that thing. So let's ask God, God, what is my prayer assignment? And let's, let's uh, commit to praying for that uh, until something happens. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come quickly, your will be done the same. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come quickly, your will be done the same. On earth as it is in heaven, let heaven come to earth as it is in heaven, let Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come quickly, your will be done the same. On earth as it is in heaven, let heaven come to earth as it is in heaven, let heaven come. Let heaven come, let heaven 
the kingdom yours is the power yours is the glory forever amen yours is the kingdom yours is the power yours is the glory forever amen yours is the kingdom yours is the power yours is the glory forever amen yours is the kingdom yours it's the power yours is the glory for let heaven come let heaven come let heaven come that your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in as it is in heaven god i pray that you would reveal to us what is the prayer assignment that you are assigning to us god so that we can persevere in prayer god we may not have this emp list anymore but god if there's anything that you are putting on our hearts for our own prayer list, I pray that you would make it known to us, God, so that we can pray regarding those things, that your will be done, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, regarding those things that you're putting on our hearts, God. So I pray that you would show it to us and help us, God, to persevere and to push, to pray until something happens. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray together. Let's pray for our um, brothers and sisters on this list. Let's pray for those who are battling cancer. Let's pray for God's healing power to come upon our friends.
Let's pray for those who are praying for uh, illness and salvation. Let's pray for healing as well as spiritual healing, salvation, that they will come to know Jesus. Let's pray. Let's pray for those who are battling different infirmities. Let's pray for our friends for healing. Let's pray for those who are looking for a job. Let's pray for provision for our friends. Let's go to our Thursday prayer focus. Let's pray for SP Singapore, SP Indonesia, and SP, SP Philippines. Let's pray for uh, Pastor Sam Kim, Pastor Salamat, Pastor Ernie. Let's pray that God would move powerfully in each of these churches. Let's pray that um, the churches will continue to grow. Let's pray for strength for the lead pastors for just... Uh, yeah, perseverance, faith, um, yeah, strength for our pastors, the leading of the Holy Spirit. So let's lift up these churches.
Let's pray for our prayer and healing ministries. IP team, the well and river. Let's pray for healing, physical healing, spiritual healing. Let's pray for the IP team to be faithful in praying and contending and pushing, persevering in prayer. Let's pray for them. Let's pray for our local outreach, uh, Igape Homi and Recreation. Let's pray for more volunteers to sign up. Let's pray for Tim as he leads the local outreach ministries. Let's pray for uh, our church to um, develop a heart for uh, our community, serving the communities. Let's pray for uh, these ministries. Oh, let's also pray for the people that we're trying to bless through these ministries, the people that we interact with and, and serve, that they will be blessed, that they will come to know Jesus through our partnership uh, in these different ministries. Let's pray. Let's pray for um, SP 2.0. Let's pray for God to lead us in this search for a building in uh, raising the vision fund. Let's ask God to move in this area.
Let's pray for the house churches meeting today. Let's pray for an awesome time that the Spirit of God would move in each of these gatherings. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Help us to pray. Help us to persist in prayer. Uh, help us to trust um, and, and believe that you are hearing our prayers, God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. We just give this day to you. Pray that you would walk with us. Help us have an awesome day. And thank you for being with us. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.